Welcome to Passports and Pizza, a podcast about everything by two carb-loving, carry-on-only gals. I'm Laura, a traveler and teacher with an appetite for adventure. And I'm Sarah, an artist and food blogger who travels mainly for the food. Join us as we dive into anything and everything that's on our plate and on our mind. Can you make Woo! that? I'm going to zoom in on Yeah, I was going to say, old. my <laughs> blind eyes can't see our notes. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We hope you had a great summer. We're, we're back and we're better than ever for season four. Season four. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. Time well, flies. if you're joining us, it's been a minute, but we're back from the summer break. Yeah. We typically take summers off as I am a teacher and I normally leave. And it's nice to take a break. Yeah, it is. Sort of segments the whole situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's your two it's foodie friends. Back. Yeah. Um, we do have a little housekeeping to address. Yes. Our schedule will be changing. Okay, before everyone gets upset, <laughs> I'm going to tease you a little bit, okay? Sarah and I are going to cut back a little bit on passports and pizza. We're still going to be joining you once a month. Yeah, once a month. Our plan is to release the first Wednesday of every month. Yes, so we're still going to be here. Um, but the reason, we're not just cutting back for any reason. We're actually coming back because we have really something fun planned. Yeah, we're working on a super secret special project. Super secret. And I think you guys are really going to like it. Yeah, I hope so. We have big goals. So because we are humans and we have lives and we want to keep this going, we're going to cut back a little bit so we can still join you once a month. Mm -hmm. But we're also going to be working behind the scenes on our new situation and you will be the first to know about what's going on yeah so, so stay tuned stay tuned yeah yeah so shorter season you'll still have we'll probably do still about like 10 episodes for and the we're, season we're still gonna keep the classics mm-hmm. you know we have some every every season we have a few classic episodes that we're gonna do so mm-hmm. you know we're just you know cutting back a little bit so we can expand yes if yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So this this episode is our summer catch up. So we can sort of just share what we've been up to and mm-hmm. what's going get you guys on. Up to speed on our lives. Reflecting. And get everything situated. Yeah. So um, yeah. So we're actually going to do our salty sweets as it related to the entire summer. Yes. So we're going to bump that into the meaty section of the podcast episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah should we get into let's it let's get into it yeah why not all right so let's start with our salty slash sweet of the summer do you want to go first sure <laughs> yours is heavy to start it is <laughs> um <laughs> sure uh so my salty was that Gilmore, my dog, spent a weekend in the hospital this summer Poor in July. Uh, it was a very stressful time. Um, I truly thought his time had come. No. It was very sad and unexpected. Um, Gilmore is, at this point, like 11 and a half years old. But he's still kicking. He's a grandpa. He's a grandpa, and he is a stubborn old man. He said, not yet. Yeah, so basically, he had, like, pancreatitis and pneumonia. Like, he... And, like, do you remember back in the spring, I was talking about how he had, like, doggy IBS? Yeah. So I think that he had mild pancreatitis for a while, And then it was like something happened this summer and it at some point it hit like a literal fever pitch and he got very sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so took him to the vet and then they were like, yeah, you should take him to the hospital. And I was like, I guess I'm not going to work today. Oh, gosh. Um, and then we get to the hospital and they're finding more things wrong with him because what happens when you have an old dog is when you go trying to look for things, you tend to find things. <laughs> yeah. You find more um, things than you were looking for. <laughs> so while he was there, they discovered that he has a mass on his liver and his spleen looks suspicious and stuff. And I almost signed paperwork to have him go into surgery. Oh and also remember... 
all of this is very expensive and thank god i have pet insurance so if you guys have pets out there really look into pet insurance because it was a lifesaver yeah i'm sure it would have cost so much more money yeah if it's I didn't expensive have it's very expensive once you get yeah. into like any kind of surgery with a dog mm-hmm. yeah but i mean he was in the hospital for three nights he was overnight Even, that's expensive for itself. three days yeah um so but then we decided not to do the surgery um we're like, well, let's get him home because, like, we were like, yeah, he has a mass on his liver, but we don't know if that's actually what's making him feel bad right now. Right. And so, thankfully, he recovered incredibly well from the pancreatitis and stuff. And honestly, like, he's been healthier than he had seemed in, like, the last year. So that's why I think he was kind of sick for a while leading up to this. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, he's getting old. He's kind of slowing down. But once he recovered, it was like he seemed like, three years younger it was crazy i'm just so glad it was not the last summer of gilmore oh my gosh yeah so um he may or may not have liver cancer but he went to a follow-up like ultrasound and the mass looked basically the same or better so the good news about that is even if it is cancer it's not aggressive at this moment in time. So it's like, for all we know, this mass has been growing on his liver for the last five years. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you don't know, <laughs> but now I, I do have more information about what's going on with him to like, keep an eye on certain symptoms as they might pop up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was an intense few weeks when he was sick and recovering. I think too, the, the struggle of making, um, plans and like, just, deciding what the next steps are with that sort of situation is so taxing it's so hard yeah and then also it's not like he can talk to me so right it's like everything he does I'm paying attention right to his behavior and how he seems but then it was like once he started jumping in excitement again to go out for a walk it was like oh my gosh you're doing so well and like (laughs) having him get his appetite back like all those things it was just like when he like rolled around on his back and snorted and stuff, I was like, oh, "Baby's my gosh. back!" <laughs> you know, so yeah. Um, I'm but- just saying. The day I literally, I literally cry when I think about the fact that like Vinny at one point in time won't be alive. I know. I just start to cry at the thought, the mere I thought. I know. That's it's so sad. Like we have these pets and they bring us so much joy, but the flip side of that is that. At some point, we will have to say goodbye. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. But, but yeah, very happy that Germs. Yeah, and it, is doing I swear well. it's like he came back from the dead. Oh. So now, like, we are all just like cherishing this time with him That's even nice. more, and he's been very spoiled. It's very so, nice. So yeah, he he's doing well. Good. So that was my salty. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet is that. I am in a new relationship. <laughs> you hinted at this last season, by the way. Yeah. But it's, like, official, official. Yeah. It's been official, but yeah. Um, And it is, like, very scary for me to announce that because I have a ton of relationship anxiety because of the relationship trauma that I have experienced. And it's also just very scary being in a new relationship at this point in time. Like, I thought I would be single and dating around for longer than I was but yeah I have a boyfriend (laughs) a boyfriend a boyfriend um his name is Will he is great and uh well I mean as you guys know because I told you when I like jumped into dating um into like the apps at the point that I did I was doing it very intentionally with Mm -hmm. like knowing very much what I was looking for and like not in a way like in a rush to find anything but just like very like my plan was to basically get in and get out of anything like as soon as I knew it wasn't a good fit I was gonna right you you knew what you were looking for right and one of the things I said was if the person does not make me laugh it's a no (laughs) okay that was like one of my main things and so Will definitely makes me laugh and I told him that if he ever stops making me laugh I will dump him. <laughs> and he has truly taken that to heart. <laughs> so he's well aware. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, we started, uh, well, we matched on Bubble at the end of April. So, but it's going well. It's, um, yeah, like I said, it's very scary. It's very different dating at this point in my life and starting a new relationship in my 30s compared to like 10 years ago when I last did this. So I've been dealing with all of that. (laughs) Talking about it a lot in therapy. (laughs) But... I am surviving, and it is a very nice thing. Well, and, I am yeah. very happy for you. Thank and you. And Will is very goofy and funny, so yeah. <laughs> we'll keep him. We'll yeah. keep him. We'll keep him. Yeah. And he has a cat. Yeah, and the perk to all this, you guys, is that <laughs> Sarah now kind of likes cats. So. Well, I like his cat, because his cat acts Sarah like a dog. Sarah likes cats. She <laughs> once was like, ew, I don't like, a good cat's fine. I, I like know. some cats. Yes. All right. But we're his making, cat we're making progress. is named Tony. Which is, like, perfect matches with Vinny. Vinny. Yeah, it's, like, two mafia two bosses. <laughs> yeah. Like, Vinny ain't Tony. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I'm happy for you. That Thanks. is, that's a, that's a, that's a doozy of a salty sweet. Honestly, I like, you. I feel like I've lived seven lives since we last podcasted. Yeah, kind of. Honestly, <laughs> I don't really feel like much, much has changed for me. Yeah. Okay, so let me get in mind. So take this all with a grain of salt because I understand what I'm going to complain about for my salty <laughs> is by far the most privileged, annoying complaint in the entire world, okay? No, but I feel that 100%. <laughs> okay. Hopefully this resonates with some of you. So this summer, my suite was I had a return to travel. We went to Kauai, as some of you know from season three, um, which is a special place for Luke because Luke... Uh, had like a spirit quest where he thought he might be leaving like his whole life and living in a van in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. He eventually came back and then we met and whatever. So there were all these places that were like really special to him and you know, places he had talked about for a long time and I got to experience them and it was beautiful. Kauai is like one of the most gorgeous spots. It's where Jurassic Park was filmed. It's very lush. It's like a little less touristy than the main drag of Hawaii. Um, the food is fantastic. Like it was paradise. Mm -hmm. So that is my suite. And also just to return to like escaping my surroundings was so nice just to be in a completely different space. I was in paradise. (laughs) (laughs) My salty is that to extend our trip longer because Hawaii is expensive. We decided we were going to camp. Yeah. So I've camped before. I'm a Girl Scout. Okay. Um, went all the way senior year. Um, and I've had my fair share of camping in a tent nights. I've done it. I've made many fires, um, which I think surprises people. I don't think people think I would do that. I actually do like camping. But here's something I've learned. Camping is for weekends, mm-hmm. not for weeks. And not for like... Epic Hawaii vacations. Oh my God, you guys. Okay, listen. (laughs) The first day, I was like, this is amazing. Because you're out there, you pitch Mm -hmm. your tent, you're like loving life. Like you're on a high. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's gorgeous. And you, you know, you go to the bathroom at night and it is just like stars. And it's like tropical, like palm trees. And you hear the ocean distance and it's very cool. Mm -hmm. And then the second day was fine. And then the third day, you get like, you know, just like a cold or something. Your nose is irritating you and you don't sleep well. Mm -hmm. And then you don't sleep well and you're cranky all day. Yeah. And you also haven't showered. And then things just start to pile up after day three or four. And I'm here to tell you, I was at my wit's end. I was like, I can't do another day in this tent. Also, you can't stand you have to like crawl yeah. into a hole. So like <laughs> short term camping's fantastic. What I've learned is camping longer than like two or three days. Not for me. Not yeah. for me. Um, yeah, I had like a mental breakdown and like just like <laughs> sobbing, crying, just being like, I don't want to do this anymore. Take me home. Like such a little baby. So annoying. That's embarrassing. Um so if anyone is not a camper. <laughs> well, and I feel bad because when I found out you were having a bad time, like <laughs> with the camping, it made me feel so much better. Yeah. You're like, thank because God. Because I was like, I would never. <laughs> like, I was fine for a few days. And, and honestly, here's another, here's another really bad thing of, of our time in Hawaii. I told you this. Um, so at a point I was like, you know what? We got to, we got to cut back on the camping days. I don't care if it costs a little extra. So I booked extra hotels. Mm -hmm. So I booked like three extra hotels. 
Um, and these were like, when I booked them, I was like, it costs more, but I was just so happy. We like put the tent away for the last time. Everything's neat and tidy. We like dried everything off. Cause by the way, it like downpours all the time in Hawaii. Yeah. So like to get a dry moment where you can just like dry everything off and go is great. I was thinking to myself, I'm going to clean my clothes. I'm going to be in a bed tonight. And when I showed up to that hotel and they said, hmm, we don't see you. And I'm thinking to myself, what? Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, we have you for 2022. <laughs> you guys, I booked hotels oh for the year God. 2022 <laughs> for three nights. Yeah. And Kauai is small. Mm-hmm. There are, there's not a bazillion like hotels. Yeah. And there was nothing. We ended up finding uh. a place for that night. But it was pure chaos. Mm-hmm. I was in a McDonald's parking lot of Hawaii just crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, they always say, like, you know, the island either accepts you or it rejects you. Mm-hmm. I was you rejected. Felt rejected. <laughs> and yeah. that's okay. I really, like, at the end of the day, I'm going to look back at Kauai and, like, be really glad that we did that because it was really special and beautiful and reminded me, like, how much I love to travel. Yeah. But I will never be camping for longer than two days ever. Listen, I again. avoid camping at all costs. <laughs> I I understand why now. <laughs> like, truly, I is not made for me. I can't do it. Like, I love the whole, like, being in nature part of camping. Yeah. But I just want to take a shower and get in bed in a house at the end of it. And also, I would highly recommend if you're that type of person who, like, you like the outdoors and you want to be as close to the outdoors as possible, do an RV, man. Yeah, that I can get down with. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I was in paradise, but I was also living in hell. So it was, (laughs) you know, it was my karma for being in gorgeous Hawaii. It's like, it can't be that perfect. So. Yeah. I also felt this need on, on Instagram. I was posting, like, gorgeous photos. I wanted to share, like, I had a thing of, like, I want to take my, my DSLR out once a day at least to take a photo. And I was sharing all these beautiful photos. And at a point, I was just like, this is such a lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So I just stopped. There's truly a highlight reel. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, yeah. look at this beautiful sunset. And I cried in a McDonald's parking lot today. So, yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah. That's why I love TikTok like so much more. It's like a little bit more real. Anyway. Yeah. Well, speaking of TikTok, one of my favorite ones you sent me this summer was that guy who was like, I was just in my house and I realized I'm not camping right now. Yeah. He's like, like, there that are is people me. who are camping and I'm not. And I love not camping. I love and that yeah. I'm not camping. Yeah, it's yeah. like exactly. I honestly think about that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, now I do. Yeah. Now I understand. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, general recap. Do you want to go over your general recap of what you did this summer? Okay. Well, honestly, my summer kicked off with a trip to Ohio over Memorial Day weekend that I spent with Robert and his family, which was a blast because I had not seen his family since pre-COVID, but I did also have the worst hangover of my life. I went hard because, I mean, it was the first time going out in a way that felt like COVID didn't exist. Yeah. We went out to a gay bar and danced and had fun, and I just had way more tequila than I ever should have. Yeah. (laughs) Ever. And it, listen... I mean, I've never been built for that kind of drinking, but like, especially in my thirties, my body just fully rejects it. Yeah. Um, I now think to myself on a Friday, I love being sober. Right. Because then I wake up Saturday and I'm like, yeah, what a fresh start. Yeah. Honestly, like I haven't really had anything to drink in like a month, but that's a whole other story. But, um, (laughs) yeah. So amazing trip terrible terrible hangover <laughs> you know um, it's, it's but balance. honestly like the hangover was the result of like one of the most fun nights i've had in a long time you kind of have to pay for it if you're exactly. having that much so fun. you know what it was like i made up for all of the like drinking out in 2020 that i did not do there you go in that one night there you go um so that was how i kind of kicked off my summer <laughs> And then I went to the beach with my family for a week in June, like we always do. And of course, that was Did you get butter, butter uh, cake? Butter cake. Oh, yeah. Lots of it. Can't wait to try it. So good. And then 
July 4th weekend, I went with Will, my new boyfriend, to meet his family. And they live out by Pittsburgh. So we took that long weekend together to go out there and just had like very chill weekend with his family. Um, other than that, you know, there was like a little more hangout with friends, especially with being in a new relationship, like meeting each other's friends was yeah. like a common theme for this summer, which was also like a nice excuse to make plans with people. And then Will and I spent a weekend with my friend Devin at the beach because she lives at the beach. So that was another time I got to go to the beach. And then Labor Day, he and I went back to see his family again. So that was another just very nice, relaxing weekend, you know, grilling and um, grilling and chilling. We went to a park nearby and Will and I went out on a kayak together on the on a lake. It was like gorgeous weather. So that was like honestly one of the most relaxing weekends I've had in a while. Um, and then other than that, I've been working on finalizing my divorce. Yeah, just dealing with all of that, mainly like paperwork. Honestly, like once it's finalized, it's like that's when the real work I have to do starts with changing my last name and like changing oh the mortgage and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the other big update I have is that basically my depression and anxiety got worse, I would say, this summer. And it's something that I have been dealing with for for sure the last two years and honestly probably on some level the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I had been resisting medication for a while and really just working on techniques of like taking care of myself and like trying to keep it at bay or like under control. But even with everything that I was doing, it honestly got to a point where it was like impacting my ability to enjoy my life. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision to try antidepressants. And so as of recording this, a week and a half ago, I started taking Zoloft and I'm on the lowest dose of Zoloft. I was like, if I'm going to try this, I'm just going on like an itty bitty dose and I honestly feel amazing. Like, <laughs> Sarah talks to me the other <laughs> She said, antidepressants are amazing. Yeah, like... Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Yeah, like... Um, so I was like, okay, yeah. well, that's going well. <laughs> My first week of Zoloft, I truly felt high at some points. Like, I don't know if I was actually kind of high or just felt euphoric because... The contrast between right. how I had been feeling, right. I was just like, wow, this life is the like manageable again. And, but like, I straight up had a laughing fit in my car the one day because I, I felt like my brain was being tickled. Like, I and like, I don't know if anyone else has tried so loft and felt this. Please let me know. Hey, again, that's a great. I mean, if I mean, this it is, felt good. Like, least, I mean, none of this was a problem. It could have been way crazier and not as fun. Yeah, because like it could have gone the other way, where it oh, could yeah. have been like basically suicidal. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> which way do you want to go? You want to go the high route or the other way? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I'm on the lowest dose, so I can't even imagine if I had. <laughs> started on a higher dose um, but this week I'm feeling much more stable like I don't feel high this week so I think it might have even itself out a little bit but like I do really just feel like much more um in control of my emotions and more stable yeah and um yeah and like it is crazy how much my brain feels different but yeah. that was also part of like how I knew that I was like depressed because I'm like, my brain feels different to me. Like I'm not the way that I used to be. And now that I'm on medication, I'm like, do we all even have personalities or do we just have chemicals? (laughs) Do we just have chemicals pumping through (laughs) our bodies? I mean, the answer is yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, and like, I, I really hope that it continues to work this well for me. And I, I'm just so relieved because I know a lot of people struggle to find a drug that actually works for them. 
and it can be a whole long process and then mm-hmm. you know this might work for me for like two years and then stop working for me so yeah. i am just so glad that i can tell a difference and also like they say it can take six to eight weeks and i'm like girl it took me three days <laughs> i'm good <laughs> yeah like so it's definitely working <laughs> good. i'm glad yeah so um but yeah i wanted to bring that up because uh you know i've tried to mention mm-hmm. my mental health and stuff on the podcast a lot because I think it is important for us to talk about it yeah and like it is a huge part of what I've been dealing with recently yeah for sure and, and it should be normalized to talk about yeah all of this and it's like you know we take allergy medication or whatever girl every like, day yeah <laughs> so it's totally... Allegra is my BFF yeah and yeah it just it really felt like it got to a point where I was like I can do all these things to take care of myself, but I'm still going to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And, and like my therapist actually pointed out to me that like, cause it was so easy for me to feel like I was almost failing. Like, like I'm doing all these things and then I'm still having days where I'm depressed or right. where anxiety takes over or something. And she was like, you know, like if you weren't doing all these things, it would probably be way worse. True. <laughs> so I was like, oh, right. You're right. Like, You're right. I'm probably doing a lot for myself. But, you know, at yeah. some point there's only so much I can do if I literally have yeah. a depleted storage of serotonin in my brain. Yeah, for sure. So and that's why these things exist, period. Yeah. To help you. So it's another tool in my toolbox. Yes. And I'm thriving on it. <laughs> Hey. So far. Hey. So far. Knock on wood. Yes. Good. <laughs> my recap. Okay. Um, so before jetting off, I finished my Roaming Italy project. So I did my 20 regions are done. However, I'm not completed. I definitely still have other recipes I want to finish before the year is done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just happened to finish the 20 recipes from the 20 regions. So you mean like making them? Making them and posting them. Oh, okay. okay. They're all on my blog. And it was a really fun adventure. And But that said, like, I'm still going to cook more recipes from Italy. Maybe post them? I don't know. Maybe not. It just really made me, a lo- like, just love cooking Italian food and, mm-hmm. like, just delving into the Italian cucina, like, just, like, world. It's just a fun world. And it's part of my culture, so I feel like I'm connecting with that. So I finished it, but I'm not done. Okay. I don't think I'll ever be done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I went to Hawaii, as I mentioned, went to Kauai. Um, and then I also had a couple beach trips with my family. My family goes to Stone Harbor, um, for, well, they go for a week, but we go for a long weekend, um, cause normally we're still in school. Um, but that was really fun. Uh, a lot of good memories with my cousins and like, we haven't seen each other for so long, Sweet. but it was really nice to just reconnect with family. A lot of us haven't seen each other for a long time and it was like the big reunion. Um, we went to Evalon with Luke's family, which is literally the beach right next door to Stone Harbor. I was very much in New Jersey when I wasn't in Hawaii. <laughs> so you guys are just beaching it beach up all in. over the place. This is probably the beach, the beach summer, I'll, the most beach I'll have all of my life. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I'm not even a beach person. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Brigantine for a combined bachelor bachelorette party, which is also in the Jersey shore. Um, and I started my grad class and I'm starting my research for my thesis, which has been really, really, um, fun. <laughs> Wait, is your grad class all online? It is all online, which is really nice. Um, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like the, this is my second to last class. Technically my last class is just me writing my thesis. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like thinking to myself, like, did I, did, why did I do this? Yeah. But anyway, anyway, I've started it. Um, and I'm going to be researching, um, creative confidence in young teens, young teen women, I should say. Mm-hmm. So mentorship and group coaching for like developing creative confidence. So that's something I love. It's something I want to do and I'm interested in, but it's a lot of work and it's a lot of reading scholarly stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then beginning of the school year, which has been a real doozy. So yeah, <laughs> I had my first uh, post work cry on my way home today. <laughs> so you know, it's just been yeah. it's been a hard start of the year. It's it's almost like a lot of these kids haven't schooled. Yeah. For like two years, so mm. there's a lot of retraining. Even for us, it's been a lot of exhausting. Just remembering like getting back into the swing of it. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, it's been it's been a kind of crazy summer leading up to it. And also we have a we have a new school building, so I did like move into a new classroom and mm-hmm. um but yeah, lots of beach, lots of pasta, grad class, and you know, teacher tears. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. good and bad. Okay. Highlights. Okay. Um I chose for my highlight of the summer. Uh, the weekend that Will and I spent with my friend Devin at the beach, he and I had like a boardwalk date night because it's important to note that when we stayed with Devin, she lives in a tiny one bedroom condo, which I would describe as like a glorified hotel suite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so it was the three of us in her place. And so Saturday night that we were there, um, Will and I went out to the boardwalk alone to just, like, give her some breathing room yeah. and some alone time to, like, recharge her batteries. And he and I went to the boardwalk, but it was such, like, a classic, like, boardwalk date night. We're on New Jersey. Um, yeah, because we got pizza and ice cream, and we played mini golf, and we did the old-fashioned photo booth that I love doing there that's from, like, the 60s. Oh, it's, yeah, that's a classic. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same photo booth that my parents have several pictures of from, like, the 70s and 80s and stuff. They're oldest. They pulled out. They still have them. Um, And you can tell by looking at it, because, like, this photo booth, like, it literally is a film strip that gets developed. Like, you have to wait three minutes for it to pop out. And it's black and white. Yeah, black and white. Um, And their oldest ones they had were from 1969. So, and it's probably the same one. Yeah. I I mean, they don't make those anymore. Yeah. But yeah, we just had a blast and yeah. High school Americana. Date. It was, it was very cute. And yeah. yeah. We just had a really good time. It was very like wholesome and fun. And yeah, it was like the most fun I had had on the Ocean City, New Jersey boardwalk in a long time. That's good. So good memes. Yeah. My highlight was being in Kauai. Um, there is one. So Kauai is really beautiful, but, like, one of the most iconic, I think, scenery you go for is to see um, the Nepali coast. So it's, like, this very uh, dramatic coastline that sort of, like, spills into the ocean. And where we were staying in one of our Airbnbs was close to a golf course. Mm -hmm. And um, this golf course is, like, in Princeville. It's, like, very ritzy, like very rich 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 anybody rich rich. (laughs) we did not belong there but we lived like a couple blocks down (laughs) for like a couple days and we were walking because it's gorgeous out and it's getting around sunset but we discovered this little like walking trail that's right by the golf course and i don't think technically we were allowed to be there but no one was around um and it was this perfect cliff that stopped at the edge of this walkway and then it just was this there it was like the Nepali coast was just like there mm. and it was like you would pay millions of dollars to have that view yeah and we just like stumbled upon it and we were just like we're coming back here every night <laughs> and with wine yeah so we like would put our wine in canisters and like go on our little walk uh-huh. and then just like sit and just watch the sunset over the Nepali coast and it was just wow. so gorgeous and like a lot of times you would see the rain sort of falling off in the distance because it would just like p- downpour on these little clouds. Mm-hmm. So you could see the like residue of the rain over wow. these towering mountains. So that was definitely a highlight. Definitely like made all those very exhausting camping nights mm-hmm. a little sweeter. So that's definitely something I won't ever forget. It's just like being there and just being like appreciative of like how beautiful mm-hmm. nature is. So. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what about the best food we ate? Well, mine's sort of related. So Kauai has a ton of great food, but two of my favorite places was this place called Sushi Girl Poke. Um, Poke Mm -hmm. is like raw fish, typically, Mm -hmm. with sushi rice. It's like a deconstructed sushi, right? Yeah. I always think of it as like a burrito bowl, but sushi. Yes. And obviously, like, it's... You can find all over Hawaii, um, and the fish quality there is like amazing and mm-hmm. more affordable than here <laughs> um but it was so delicious and like they were there's just this little stand and there's these like two girls working in this stand and the rice 
was so phenomenal. And you're like, rice? Yeah, the rice was so good. If you can perfect rice the way that they did, yeah. anything tastes delicious. But you could just tell there was a lot of, like, time and care put into each little thing that's sort of put together in, like, a plate. Mm-hmm. So good. The other thing we got was Haimora Saimin, which is um, a noodle dish, uh, sort of similar to ramen, except not. Uh, they don't really know where it comes from because the Chinese say it's Japanese, the Japanese say it's Chinese, hmm. but somehow it's in Hawaii. Okay. And, um, <laughs> like, it's, it's like, noodles, uh, there's, like, you know, chicken, or you can get beef, an egg, just like how you would with like a soup. But mm-hmm. um, the cool thing is you take the noodles out and then you dunk it into like mustard sauce. Okay. And, and you're like, what? Trust me. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And it's just like the most amazing brothy deliciousness. Hmm. So Haimora Simon, it's a hole in the wall. It's a place that looks like this is where I'm going to eat. Yes. Wait, so that's the name of the restaurant yes. place? The, the, yeah, the dish is called Simon. Okay. But the restaurant is called Haimora Simon. Okay, gotcha. um, And it's in uh, Lihue, which is the capital. Um, and it again, it looks like a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. It's not like your Instagram picture. It is, yeah. but it's so good and it's so affordable. It's amazing. Mm. Also, best food I've eaten, like I love a summer BLT. Yeah. And before I found out I have a tomato virus, right. I was really loving this. Right. <laughs> By the way, I got my gut checked this summer, so. Yeah. Laura did the poop I test. I did the poop test, and I have a tomato virus. Yeah. And I just did my third round, and I also have the she tomato She got it virus. again. <laughs> she got it again. Uh, well, uh, one of the best things I ate this summer was something that I made, which I actually made for you guys. It was very over. good. Um, so I made it twice this summer. It's Melissa Clark's pizza chicken. It is so good. And the capers, right? (laughs) It is. It's, um, so to quickly describe how you make it, it's one of those like single pan cast iron skillet recipes where you first you crisp up some pancetta, set that aside. And then you're going to take chicken pieces which i usually just do bone in skin on chicken thighs and you're gonna sear them to like brown them set them aside and then you make a red sauce with like garlic anchovies capers red pepper flakes um some like cherry tomatoes some canned tomatoes whatever let that simmer a little and then you add the chicken back in And then you bake that in the oven to finish cooking the chicken. So then you take it back out and you put mozzarella balls all over it. So good. And then you stick it back in and like broil it to brown the cheese. And then when that comes out to finish it, you top it with the crispy pancetta that you did first and fresh basil. And, I mean, you can eat this with, like, some really good bread on the side or just have, like, a good green vegetable with it. Yeah. But it is so flavorful. And, like, it really does kind of taste like pizza. It's a comforting flavor. Because, it, yeah, it yeah. has that flavor of pizza, but mm-hmm. it's not quite that. Or you could serve it with, like, rice or something, too. Because it it's, really like, good. it kind of has, you know, the tomato sauciness. Yeah. Like, it's almost like chicken parm but way better yeah it's like i'm not a huge chicken parm fan i know some people love chicken parm don't come at me if you love chicken parm (laughs) um but yeah i almost prefer that to like a chicken parm yeah it's it was really good it was good when you have the best food is something you made yeah that's awesome yeah i know i even think about the recipes and (laughs) whatever Interests or hobbies we picked up. Okay, I have to say mine first. Okay. I actually, I have another Both one too. Both of ours are pretty hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I picked up a hobby. It's called walking. <laughs> um, has anyone done that? Okay, so I basically have, I've, well, undiagnosed PCOS, self-diagnosed. Yeah. Um, and... I basically realized the way I was working out was like slowly killing me <laughs> and working against me. Yeah. So why do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, like really low intensity workouts are mm-hmm. the way to go. Mm-hmm. One for my own peace of mind, but two yeah. apparently for my body too. So I got a walking treadmill <laughs> and it's not, you cannot run on it. You can't do it. It's just for walking. And I got a desk razor. 
Mm-hmm. So when I'm working on my grad work or I'm editing photos or I'm editing a podcast, mm-hmm. I can walk and do it at the same time. Yeah. And even if I wasn't super active that day, at least I can know <laughs> I moved a little bit. Honestly, it's been really good because uh, it's like so low key and you know, I hate sweating, like, so much. Yeah. I hate the feeling of sweat. <laughs> I don't like it. And for this, it's so chill that, like, mm-hmm. I might break a little bit of a sweat, like, on the yeah. on my temples. But, like, I'm not in a full body sweat. And yeah. I still am moving my body, mm. doing something good for myself. And honestly, sometimes you just get in the zone. Yeah. And I'm just, like, doing my thing. And next thing you know, I've been walking for 40 minutes. Right. Or I'm watching a show and I'm just, like, walking, not thinking about it. But were you also walking outside a lot this summer? I was walking this summer, too. Okay. Like, outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the thing about where we live, though, is that there isn't really a good walking, like, mm. area. We live on a pretty busy road. Yeah. There's a nice trail behind us, but you still have to go on a busy road to get back there. Mm. So I was doing that for the early part of the summer, and then I was just realizing that it would be really nice if I could do my work while I walk. Yeah. Cause I just, the nights fly by. So mm-hmm. I'd rather be able to get a little bit of exercise in while I'm doing something else. Yeah. So my new hobby is walking. <laughs> I love it. Also, I got into, um, not like really into, but like fun into, uh, horoscopes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we didn't even talk about I know. it. I, w- I meant to mention that. I forgot. Yeah. We both got our, um, like, charts read yeah by Heidi Rose Robbins who amazing 10 out of 10 would recommend yeah um she does sort of you can either get like a snapshot which I think we both did snapshot. or you, no. no you did you did the sun moon and rising snapshot and, and I, I did the transition after that because I was so impressed yeah. with it <laughs> yeah. yeah I did the transition yeah um whatever she calls it. I don't li- listen I don't put like super amount of weights into like horoscopes and zodiacs but I think they're really fun yeah same. And, I think it's fun and interesting yeah and I and I like I like the little like problem solving and mm-hmm. some of them are pretty accurate but like I I just love Heidi's situation so like I was just yeah. like I want to try this well she's really cool because I feel like she approaches everything she tells you from a really interesting place of positivity right and like in a way that's uplifting like she she just puts a positive spin on all of it yeah we were both like sending each other our recordings <laughs> like well listen yeah. to this yeah and honestly so I did mine because I was very curious to see if she would say anything about my divorce like yeah and I did not um tell her that and honestly, it was like super emotional for me when I got mine because I was at the beach mm-hmm. when mine came through. So I listened to it while walking along the beach and I just like sobbed. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it felt like astrology therapy, honestly. Yeah. Well, she's so soothing and also, she, yeah. like you said, positive in a way that's like encouraging. Uh-huh. And so, I, yeah, I did mean to mention this in my, like, recap from the summer because it's, like, such a big deal, kind of. Um, but I, because I didn't look it up, I don't have it right off the top of my head. But basically, she described that in, like, the last year and a half, like, at one point near the end, she's like, she's like, yeah, you've kind of been through a lot <laughs> recently. And she described, like, something where it was, like, Pluto... Jupiter and like all these things were in my moon position in a way that she said only happens once in a lifetime and it usually involves some kind of change in like your domestic situation you're like ding ding ding. and then I like looked it up and the thing I think it's like Pluto being in the moon position or something is literally associated with divorce Mm -hmm. and it was like it blew my mind like it really did yeah it is to me, again, like, I don't put, like, super amount of weight into it, but I find it really fun, so. Yeah, and, like, I, the way I think it worked for both of us, because I listened to yours and yeah. you heard mine, like, I feel like it's beneficial because it can make you examine your life or your choices or something or something you're struggling with through a new lens. Yeah. So, and it was really interesting, especially with mine, to hear her talking about how I had just been through this basically really hard time, but she was also talking, um, oh, she described it as the way the planets lined up for me. She said, she described it as um, 
basically breaking me down and cracking me open or something and basically like blowing up my life and then I've been like um recovering from that and I'm like starting a new yeah chapter yeah Basically. Which is entirely true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and highly for me, recommend. For me, I was asking her more like career questions and it yeah. was very encouraging to hear her thoughts on that. And like, you're right. It's like a new lens because she said, well, I'm looking forward and like this year specifically looks interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. are you considering X, Y, Z? Are you thinking about blah, 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 blah? I'm like, I don't know. Am I thinking about that? Like, should mm-hmm. I be thinking about that? So it just sort of like plants this seed to start looking and analyzing at things differently. Also, personality-wise, it is fun to sort of see, like, traits yeah. that you're like, yep, that 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 makes sense. Oh, yeah. It was so – it's – she's so good. And I would say, like, it's a it's a little bit pricey. Yeah. I, it was a treat do to it, myself. Yeah, do it for a birthday present for yourself or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what – that's how I did it. I turned 30. I was like, I'm getting this done. Yeah, yeah. So. And for me, yeah, it was like a post-divorce birthday gift for me. Um but yeah, highly recommend. And yeah. she sends you um, a voice recording. Yeah, that you can keep and just even... yeah. I like took notes on mine. It was great. Oh yeah, I listened to mine so many times. Yeah, and I was like googling <laughs> things and. Okay, yeah. what did you get into besides horoscopes? Oh right. Okay, so <laughs> aside from the astrology, I truly reached a new level of basic this summer. I know. I love these too. Right. <laughs> so I started watching makeup videos on YouTube. Like, of people, like, applying makeup. Yeah. It is so soothing. It was great for my anxiety. (laughs) Like, the problem is I just, I've just spent so much money on new makeup for myself because, like, it really renewed my interest and excitement. Well, you were interested in makeup before, like, in high school, right? Um, Yeah, weirdly, like, I've never worn a lot of makeup but, like, when I was in middle school, I read the Allure magazine, like, right. cover to cover. Like, I thought I wanted to be a makeup artist. But, like, watching these videos has shown me, first of all, how little I knew about makeup <laughs> until this summer. Yeah, like, dude. It's, I a, never, it's a new world. I had never used a bronzer. I didn't know what bronzers were. Like, I was... And here's the other thing I think I've realized. First of all, there's a reason people, like, go to school to learn how to do makeup because it's not easy. No. Like, there's a lot of color theory involved, and I think my issue with people who wear a lot of makeup, I'm realizing, is, like, they're bad at it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, because you can be wearing a lot of makeup but having it look very natural. Right. And so the people I've been watching are so good at it, and the way they talk about it, I've learned so much, but, like... You really need to understand what you're doing because, and I think this is what a lot of people don't match their makeup correctly for their skin tones and their undertones. And that can be hard to see if you're not like a visual artist person like me who's taken color theory in college, you know? Um, So I like it, but it, it like renewed this interest in it though, in a way of like, really doing it for me and now in the morning when I do my makeup for work it feels more of like rather than slapping stuff on my face to look presentable it's more like a ritual yeah it's like you a know, little it's way a to little, take care of yourself yeah a little mini like self-care moment in the morning yeah so <laughs> I've been getting into that and I also started watching reality dating shows so <laughs> you are now pinnacle I really so this happened because one of my favorite podcasts, which is new, um, it's called Finding Mr. Height, is a dating mm-hmm. podcast. Um, they started a Patreon that I joined, and the main thing they've been doing in the Patreon is like not doing like recaps of these shows, but you know, talking about them from their perspective as dating podcast people, right. and like talking about what happened in the show as it relates to, like, actual real-life dating experiences. So, anyway, I watched F-Boy Island on... Um, I started that, and I had to finish it. I, like, could No, I mean, meaning I had to stop. Just had to stop. I hated it so much. I loved it. Like, <laughs> so Nikki Glaser is the host. It's on HBO Max. I... I mean, it was so ridiculous, but I did enjoy it. And so now they're on Bachelor in Paradise. So now I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise. And... <laughs> Have you watched Love is Blind? Yeah. Okay. 
classic. Yeah, that was like probably the first dating show I actually watched and got into. Did you watch the reunion? Of course. Oh my gosh. See, I I like Love is Blind, but I cannot get into like The Bachelor. Bachelor. I just can't do it. My Amy like loves The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I just like can't get into that world. I don't think I would be watching it if I wasn't listening to the podcast. It's partially that I have opened myself up to the ridiculousness of these shows and I'm enjoying it, but it does make it more enjoyable knowing that I have a podcast of these people who feel like my friends who are going to talk about it, that I'm like curious to see if they picked out the same moments that I did to be like, can you believe that this happened? Yeah. 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 Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Go to summer outfit. Yeah, so this is, like, what we basically wore on repeat all summer. So I wore a lot of, like, oversized band tees, like, athletic shorts, and, like, Tevas. (laughs) That was my, like... Was that your, like, Hawaii Outdoorsy girl. Yeah. Yeah, Like, that was... I was not glamming it up this summer by any means. Yeah. So I... Yeah, basically a lot of, like, athletic oversized t-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, sports bra and Tevas were the were the were the vibe for me. However, ask me about fall fashion. <laughs> okay, we've got to save that for a future. I know. Up. Well, yeah, fall is my time to shine. Summer, yeah. I'm just like I hate everything and I'm pale. So like, this right. is not a good time for me. Yeah, you're gonna have a hot girl fall. I'm gonna have cozy girl fall. Cozy like, girl. This fall. is yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. I, I mean, I never really glam it up, if we're being honest. So my go-to summer outfit was the... I, I looked it up. I think these are the ones I have. It's the Airy Offline OG 7-inch bike short. Another Airy recommendation. We love Airy around yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like a full bike short person now. Like... <laughs> I barely wore any like normal shorts all summer. Like if I'm wearing like they're just so much more comfortable for me. Leggings. Yeah. Yeah. So these were like basically the comfiest leggings you can imagine, but as shorts. Yeah. So I wore them basically all the time along with like a scooped tank top. And that's it. Gotta be like ready to rock in any situation. And that outfit will do it. Same with mine. I just needed something that was like chill not too like restricting Mm -hmm. and I could move in they would have been more perfect if I had a pocket on the side to put my phone in like when I'm walking the dog but the these are just like the really soft cottony they do have ones ones. that are like that but it's probably not but they're probably more like restrictive and honestly if I was like walking Gilmore I would just shove my phone in yeah like waistband yeah and and roll call it day yeah Song of the Summer is our last category. Is it? Yeah, I got rid of the book. <laughs> I oh, was just okay. like, yeah, we don't need it. Okay. okay. My Song of the Summer, I actually have a couple. <laughs> yeah, you picked a few. <laughs> um, I love Maisie Peters. I discovered her from TikTok. And her song, John Hughes Movie, is so good. If you want to feel like the main character, just roll your windows down and play that really loud. Um, also, Silk Sonic's Skate. Have you listened to Silk Sonic? I haven't really listened to this one. Like, I, oh like, my obviously God. know. Okay, um, as a girl, but... as a girl raised on Earth, Wind, and Fire <laughs> and disco music, this, like, makes my heart so happy. Okay, I need to, I'll have to jam to this on my way home. You should listen to their whole album. I forget the name of the album, but okay. they're fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I honestly love Bruno Mars. Oh, and I love so that, good. like, disco retro it's, vibe. That's, so you'll love I'm it. I'm sure I'll be into it. Um, also, Billie Eilish is happier than ever, which is like, for me, was probably the same impact as Good For You or like mm-hmm. that, like, like, rock is back. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. That, so, that song by Billie is so good. It is like when that full chorus hits, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just like releases a 14 year old inside of me. <laughs> That just needed that, you know? So I, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's another song, which is probably like really basic because like, you know, whatever, but who cares? Yeah. Um, well, mine is Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Telling you, the like angst is back. Yeah. (laughs) I, I created a whole playlist around, um, like inspired by Good For You 
except I called it It's Brutal Out Here. Um, yeah. Well, but basically, is. I just, like, went on a quest, and I found all these, like, angsty... Girl songs. Like, female singers just, like, vibing out, like, being oh, angry. It just makes me so happy. It just brings me back to my Paramore days. Yeah. <laughs> God, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys... Tell us your song of the summer. What were you wearing this summer? What did you read this summer? Best food you ate. Yeah. Let's catch Highlights. up. Highlights. Did you also go camping and hate it? <laughs> Do you hate camping like me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Yeah. But that's our summer situation. That's our catch up. So we're going to move on to the next segment now. Yes. Listener question. So this is from Alibaba37, our friend Allie. Any suggestions for packing lunches for work or at school? Question mark. Well, I think she's saying for work at, at a, school. a school. At a school. At a school. Oh, girl. Like, like what you do. <laughs> okay, I've got this down to a science. Okay, let's hear it. I am not someone who can be bothered with a midweek lunch prep. No, definitely Absolutely not. not. On Sunday, it needs to be ready to rock. Yeah. And I'm totally the type of person that's fine with eating the same thing all week. Some people oh, aren't. Yeah. Some people aren't. Some people do leftovers, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So my current at a school, if you are a teacher, I don't know if this is your situation, Allie, but if you're a teacher, you know you only have like 30 minutes and it's really more like 20 minutes because <laughs> by the time your kids leave, you've sat down, you've microwaved something potentially... You, you, yeah. you have, like, no time. Also, okay. I mean, literally, like, crockpot meal on a Sunday and just divvy it up into five. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is there's nothing wrong with a Sammy. Bring, like, yeah. PBJ stuff. Honestly, one of my um, quick and easy meal preps this summer when I, like, had a busy weekend where I don't have time yeah. on a Sunday to make something, I make, like, the fastest tuna salad oh yeah never met perfect um and i eat that with wheat thins yep and i would like i had cherry tomatoes in my garden so i would take some of those and cut them in half and then have pieces of cheese delicious and then like those are all like separate so then i'm like yep just eating crackers cheese tomatoes and tuna another thing i was doing too that reminds me of like of an adult lunchable where you have like wheat thins apple yeah. Um, like grapes or whatever, fruit of your choice. Mm-hmm. Then you have cheese, cheese and some sort of like meat. Yeah. Or like if you're not a meat person, extra veggies yeah. and dip. But like for me, I want to have it done on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it. So like a chicken salad, a tuna salad, mm-hmm. just PB&J stuff that I can like make at school. Like I'll literally just bring this stuff to school. Yeah. Because then that's it. Mm-hmm. I'll just make it. Um, I'm trying to think about other things for lunch. I mean, I think at school you have to be careful about peanut peanut stuff, so just be careful about that mm. um, if you're bringing it to your classroom. But avoid the microwave at all at all costs if you can. Yeah, things that can be yeah, either just like, cold or like, yeah, I don't know. Actually, okay, the lunch that I made for my meal prep this week is from the book to Asia with love. Mm-hmm. It's a sheet pan chow mein. Ooh, a sheet pan's fun because you could just pop it in and then just pack it up. Yeah, so basically, and I like swapped out different veggies for it and like made a couple tweaks. Basically, you roast a bunch of veggies and you cook like thin egg noodles or I did like ramen noodles. But then you like you cook the noodles to al dente, but then you put them on the sheet pan with some of the veggies mm. until they get a little crispy in some parts. So they get kind of like chewy, crispy. And then you just toss everything with this really easy soy sauce concoction. And I've been eating it cold and I Ooh. topped it with like hemp seeds and pumpkin seeds. And then I packed a quarter of an avocado to go with it. Yeah. But it's so good cold. That sounds great. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, there is no shame in buying pre-made, like, salad kits. Mm-hmm. I've done that. If I just don't even want to think about it. Yeah. Or, like, a get a soup. pre-made salad kit and add, like, canned beans to it. Yeah. Or, like, a, get a rotisserie chicken and just, like, add some mm-hmm. rotisserie chicken on it. I mean, for me, I don't want to think about lunch. I know. I feel like all I do is think about lunch and I'm exhausted. I know. It, all it's, the time. It's taxing. 
It is. That's all I do. It's like every week I'm like, what am I going to have for lunch this week? I would week? love, it, honestly, listeners, like, please send us your lunch, like your favorite easy lunches, something yeah. you can prep because I feel like I'm also like, I get in spells where I'm really tired of my lunch situation. Mm-hmm. So I feel your pain, Ellie. Oh boy. Okay. So recommendations. Um, so I'll go. Um, back to the whole YouTube makeup thing. <laughs> okay. Do you have someone to recommend? Yeah. My favorite one, uh, it's called khaki reviews beauty okay so her name is khaki like basically jackie but with a k instead of a j okay that's her name k-a-c-k-i-e um i think like this all happened because i went down a rabbit hole of like looking for a review of something from glossier and then i found her videos and then I watched them. I was like, oh, I really like watching this. And then I was like, oh, what other videos does she have? And like, next thing I know, I'm just watching her videos all the time. And yeah. then I found other people like through her. And But Khaki is my favorite because she really does that more natural, like no makeup, makeup look that I actually wear. I mean, she does it way better than me and, like, with more products. Like, she takes it to another level for me. But, like, she wears, like, she's not doing crazy eyeshadow looks and stuff, which, like, that has a time and a place. And yeah, I know yeah, some yeah. people love that stuff. But, like, the face of makeup that she puts on is absolutely something I would wear. And she's also known for being obsessed with cream blush, which is also one of my favorite makeup products. Um, but she's also just really fun to watch. She does really thorough reviews, like honest reviews of stuff. And she'll swatch things next to other things in her collection to compare it. Like she'll talk about the ingredients and she'll talk about the shade ranges and how it might interact with other types of makeup and when you might use this or like what might be a dupe for it. And like, and she'll do like full, you know, full day wear tests and she zooms in and actually shows it on her skin and like. She's just very real, and I just really enjoy watching her stuff. And she also, almost everything she uses is cruelty-free. Nice. So that's one of her main values with what she buys. Um, But yeah, like, I just, I love her videos, and I'm just one of those people now who loves to watch other people put on makeup and, like, talk about it. I mean, embrace it. It's so nice. Like, I, I mean... It's not, it's, I haven't gotten into that world, but like, I, I get it. And it's so satisfying to watch someone. Also, do you it. can't deny a good face of makeup. Oh, my there's gosh. no denying it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, so, that's great. I feel like I'm going to check her out because I like that look too. So, yeah, I think you would, you yeah. would like her stuff a lot. Cool. Yeah. All right. My recommendation is something I mentioned in our episode, which is my walk. Luke calls it my walker. <laughs> <laughs> I almost just called it that. My walker. My walking treadmill. Um, we're going to link it in the show notes. Um, it is on the cheaper end. You can definitely like invest more. But for me, mm-hmm. I just wanted something that was going to work. Yeah. And I needed to just like be able to s- specifically to be stowed away um, underneath like a guest bed or something. Because mm-hmm. um, it's in our guest room. So when we have a bed in there, I'll just be able to stow it away. So it had to be small, light. Mm-hmm. just walking and something that didn't break the bank mm-hmm. and I'll link the version that I have so if you're interested at all just like walking it out while you're doing your <laughs> yeah. thing this has been my game changer so and how much was it I think it was like 200 something okay yeah so gotcha. it's not like 75 bucks or something like that. right but but it's not like 500 it's also yeah it's it's not like you're buying a peloton okay. so um and I think like for me, logistically, I just know I'm going to use it. So it's worth it. Yeah. So even and, if it increases your... you don't have your... a gym membership. So... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I think like the winter mm-hmm. when I'm, or like even when it rains out, like I'm just like, well, at least I can just go. Yeah. Like do my thing. Anyway. And watch TV. Yeah. Watch TV. Perfect. I'll be reading scholarly work. <laughs> For your thesis. Editing our podcast. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, guys... Thanks for listening. First episode in for season four. 
Yeah, thanks for sticking with us through the summer break if you're coming back to listen to us when this comes out. Send us your good vibes for our new project because we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, we do. (laughs) We do. Uh, Please subscribe and rate and review and please tell a friend because that's one of the best ways to get the word out there. Absolutely. And reach out. We'd love to hear from you. There are many ways to reach us. Instagram at Passport Pizza Pod. Email at hello at passportsandpizza.com. Or text us or leave us a voicemail. Remember, we want lunch recommendations. Yes. Um, And an update. Like, what's your, what's your like, go-to, you know, summer outfit or whatever. Yeah. Even, like, you could, like, text us a link to a recipe or something. Yes, please. Um, And that number is 717-964-0215. And you can find our show notes with everything we talked about today and all these links and stuff at passportsandpizza.com. And you can follow us individually. Sarah is at Sarah underscore Cornelius underscore, and I am Rome and Golightly. And thank you to Will Gingrich for our theme music. Yeah, well, that's, that's catch a you on the flippity flip. <laughs> First episode of season four. We'll see you in a month's time. Yes. That feels a long time. I know, it does. A lot can happen. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Our updates will be bigger. Yeah, right? Yeah. All, All right. right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Mainly dating Will to be around Tony. For being yeah, honest. I mean, if it's a good cat, you can't yeah. pass it up. You know right. what I'm saying. <laughs>